Hi, I'm Caleb. I'm Lisa. And I'm Sean. And this is Watcher Harry, a podcast where three obsessive and slightly drunk friends discuss the wider Harry Potter universe. And as a reminder, um, this podcast is not appropriate for kids. There will be swearing and sex talk and all kinds of stuff. So don't let your kids listen to it. Sex talk. Almost hopefully not too much sex talk this time around. (laughs) That would be weird, but not zero, (laughs) but not zero. (laughs) Um, Cool. What are what's everybody drinking today? I'll go first. I have a Moscow mule. But you said you were going to do that. Yes. Um, It's a tie into our episode theme, which is pets. That's a lie. I had a hankering for them this weekend and it's summertime. So I think it's Moscow mule season, but I make them with bourbon. Oh, Do you guys make them? Sounds with great. No, I don't think it's called a it's Moscow delicious. mule anymore though. And it's probably like a Kentucky mule. It's somebody's mule. Yeah. It's a it almost sounds like you're moving into like mint julep territory. Mm. What's mm-hmm. in that? I know that's mint. bourbon. Is it's it bourbon. mint? It's like, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's, it's not ginger beer though, but I would probably be taste taste good with the ginger beer. It's delicious. I can't taste the bourbon, so it's dangerous, but it's very You're good. An, an innovator, a disruptor in the Moscow meal space. I am a disruptor. Yes. Beautiful. How about you, Sean? Um, I am drinking a Cape May IPA, uh, which was a gift. I had friends over this weekend and they all listen to this podcast. And my friend Michael was like, I heard you guys talking about how much you love Cape May beers. So I brought you some. That's really sweet. Yeah. That's so now really I'm now sweet. I'm drinking it on our podcast as a thank Thanks, you. Michael. Aww. Caleb loves them too. Just I've saying. never had it. <laughs> next time you send you a care package. Ne- next time you're on the East Coast, we will make sure you get some. Sounds great. We should go to the brewery. Yeah, we'll go down the shore. <gasps> down the shore Damn lisa when's the last time you went down the shore uh i mean before 2020 probably um i'm sure it was with becky or something yeah that, makes that sense. feels yeah that feels right um but i don't honestly know i i'm not 100 percent sure when the last time i was on a new jersey beach well this summer you will be that sounds like lovely actually <laughs> All right. So what is the mystery substance you're drinking? Oh, today? it's uh, very lame. It's uh, sparkling water. Are you kidding me? Oh. The whole time you were like, oh, I'm not going to tell you what it is until we're on air. I'm going to save sparkling it. Sparkling water. Yeah. But it elicited that reaction, which was great. Um, and I'm also drinking a Bodhi, um, which is Georgetown Brewing. Um, I just needed to balance it out. I feel like mm-hmm. I have just been drinking since Thursday. It is Tuesday. Um, and... Yeah, it's just been like unintentional been drinking. Any hoozles now Any. that we have <laughs> dived into our long-winded intros as we always yes, do. It's uh, today, folks, uh, since the last few episodes have been really, really research heavy for us, we needed to give our brains a break and just be stupid. So this week we are talking Harry Potter pets. Yay. Ooh. Who came up with this one? It was Lisa. I. Yes, it is a great topic. Kind of. We think we have stuff to talk about. Yeah, we're not 100% sure. Uh, I feel like let's maybe jump in with some of the re- the, the small amount of research that has been done. Um, if, sh- if Sean, you want to kind of like lead us off a little bit. Um, 
and see what happens. Um, how familiar are you guys with the <laughs> familiar with the concept uh, of oh. a witch is familiar? Not. I am a small amount familiar with familiars. Okay. Um, simply because of just book series that I've Mm -hmm. read like I don't really have any like historical context um but like familiars play a big role in a discovery of witches which we've talked about on the show um they also like Sabrina right yep tons of tons of familiars in pop culture so yep we have Salem and Sabrina um if you have seen Kiki's Delivery Service there's Gigi Gigi. Um, they do tend to be cats I would say like mostly in, in pop culture that we know, but, um, they are based on something, uh, I won't say historical, um, but I will say in folklore. So this is from, uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica, but, uh, and familiars typically are found in like kind of Western culture, specifically European. Um, but a familiar is a small animal or imp kept as a witch's attendant given to her by the devil or inherited from another witch. The familiar was a low-ranking demon that assumed any animal shape, such as toad, dog, insect, or black cat. So we are kind of once again in the realm of witches as demonic women kind of area. I also really like to say that I would like to support the idea that Kiki in Kiki's delivery service is just a big old Satanist. Yeah, I love the idea that she is just like a very twee Satanist. I think that's yeah. super fun. I mean, and also <laughs> if you look at any like if you if you look at anybody who like actually um is in Satanism, it's like not it's just another form of like community, you know? It's like the most innocuous thing. Like, I don't know, I, I don't know anything about it, but I do know that like plenty of people who who actually kind of like dive into that a little bit more mainstream. It's, it's such a very, like, people who have felt othered in their lives, and then they just, like, get together and, you know, like, oh, if we're, if we're the others, then we might as well hang out and be kind to each other. Right. And when you're talking about, you know, quote, unquote, modern Satanism, it has very little to do with, like, the Satan that you think about Correct. in the Christian Bible. It's more of an elevation of your will over all, um, but it doesn't typically have the kind of violent uh, connotation that Satan has in, you know, Christian mythology. Um, So yeah, uh, Kiki being a Satanist is headcanon now. I have accepted it. I love it. And I like that Gigi is just a small time demon. Yep. All the time. Hitting on the other neighborhood (laughs) cats. Um. And so then a familiar was believed to subsist by sucking blood from a witcher's finger or other protuberances, 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 protrusion, protuberance, you guys, you guys know what we mean Um, on her body, such as a mole or a wart. Uh, During the European witch trials of the 15th to 17th century, a suspected witch was searched for the teats by which she fed her familiars. And these, like the devil's brand marks, were considered a sign of her guilt. I hate Um, that a lot. Yeah. So they would they would check women for witches marks, which could just be like a weird mole or something like that, that they would say she fed her familiar from. Um, So if you guys have seen like Outlander, that's what uh, do you you watch Outlander? Yeah. Okay. when they um, have their, their yeah, the, the, 
the one character is almost killed as a witch because she has a it's a about a woman who has like accidentally gone back to um like 1700 Scotland something yeah. like that um and basically they find her uh scar from a smallpox vaccine and they mm-hmm. say like oh it's a witch's mark um so so the bit about Wait a minute. Oh, no. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. I read ahead and I mixed things up. I'll tell you what I thought. I'm not even looking at the notes. So I, I'm I'm so blind here and I love it. Amazing. <laughs> um, so that was mostly in kind of Western European um, witch folklore. Uh, but it also came up during the Salem witch trials. So Sarah Good, who was one of the women who was accused of being a witch, um, she was accused of sending cats and birds to attack the afflicted girls. Oh, I wish I had that power. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. It'd be amazing. I can't even get my own cat to attack anyone who isn't me. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they have uh, their the concept of familiar is super closely tied to that, you know, very uh, Christian devil focused version of witchcraft in which all magic practitioners were evil and they were, you know, tools directly sent from the devil to help witches do his will on earth um in more you know modern associations some people who practice like the idea of familiars just because they're like a really fun concept um Mm -hmm. also an excuse to get a kitty an excuse to get a cat uh but kind of historically they're mostly known in that type of folklore okay cool so it's like hmm. so is the whole like black cat which thing is that black cat always a familiar um i think the idea of black cats being unlucky goes back farther i'd have to like do a little bit of research into that but Mm -hmm. cats have been very commonly associated with these like devil creatures um along with toads um occasionally dogs or wolves as well gotcha did you know that black cats that there's like um god what is it uh old an old wives tale so like in the south they have trouble getting people to adopt black cats and kittens still to this day they're like considered to be so unlucky but up up in the northeast they're like in vogue and very yeah but the northeast has always been very into halloween if hocus pocus has taught me anything it's that people in new england are fucking weird and (laughs) moving out west People don't care as much about Halloween. Like it is like, Wait, I know really not as much. I mean, not quite like, like we do. Like That's people wild. certainly celebrate, like in the U S I think people certainly still like take stock in a lot of those things because it's like, it's fun and, and things like that. But I feel like we're in the, in the Northeast, it's, it's, it's more actually steeped in like kind of history and the way that like, um, like oh, the yeah. fall is like such a, it's a, it's a big fucking deal where we're from. Mm-hmm. Um, significantly less so elsewhere as far as I can tell interesting Um, and so it makes sense that people in the northeast will be like give me your black cats Mm -hmm. sign me up so that's all I have historically I love that thank you Sean and sweet and I love it that's all you need to know you're not gonna go for like three hours you're not nope nope it's a one part episode drunk this is a one part this is a a shorty if you will a a regulary regulary (laughs) Yeah. Um still embarrassed. <laughs> um by now you will have listened to our two-part history of magic episode. 
God bless Magical you. education, uh, specifically. Magical education. Oh, right. Duh. Like in the history of magical education, it was like a very specific and so interesting. I literally just sat there the entire time like, I have no idea. I didn't know anything. Drunk. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, then, Kayla, you had a, I think you had a great idea. You pulled up a quiz. Yeah. So um, I thought it could be fun to take the Hogwarts pet quiz. That sounds delightful. Yes, do it. Do you want to share your screen and we can follow along? That's a fantastic idea. So have you, have either of you done these like wizarding world quizzes before? Not really. Yes, I have. They're the I ones. So. I mean, those are. The oh, you did the wand stuff. one, right? Yeah, it's the Pottermore ones where it's like it'll sort you, it'll give you your wand, it'll give you your uh, Patronus. Mm-hmm. Mine is apparently a hedgehog. Interesting. Do you uh, identify with that? Oh, I mean, it's. I could hide it in my pocket. Oh. So wait, does this mean that we're going to find out what our, I think this means it's going to give us a pet. Um, all right. Oh no. See how much you remember about the pets. Now this is good. It's trivia. It's trivia. Lisa, can you do us a favor? Yeah. Can you read this for us as though you were like a Scottish man? When I scroll down to the description, um, yeah. Or like anything. If you give me three, editable opportunities <laughs> you can choose your accent but all right okay. so i'm gonna scroll down fucking hell <laughs> okay um let's see nope can't do it but i can do a british accent okay that's, that's fine that. we'll take that okay yeah. um i mean it's still terrible but here we are folks um do you know your toes what is wrong with me <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anything when I like, okay, let me get into it. Ready? Like, spot of tea. Anybody want to go for a trolley ride? Spot of tea, spot of tea. Spot of tea, spot of tea, spot of tea. Do you know your toads from your frogs? Your owls from your OWLs? Take this quiz and see how much you remember about the pits of Hogwarts. That was bloody brilliant. Thank you. And now Very I'm good. just going to be thinking about you going sporty, sporty, Sorry, everyone that in works. the UK, for all of our British listeners. Oh, yeah, there's so many. There's so uh, many. The Hogwarts Pets Quiz. Tell you what, Spot of Tea spot really of worked. Tea, spot of tea. All right, are we ready, y'all? We ready, ready to do this? Yeah. The Wizarding World Pets Quiz. Uh, which one of these pets was not officially allowed at Hogwarts? Dog dog oh well the options are toad dog cat and owl and i'm gonna say dog as well okay um correct because there's a little check mark how do i get to the next question it's a very short quiz am i goddamn idiot (laughs) all right okay so we all know the answer to this so what was the name of neville longbottom's toad terry trevor (laughs) tremaine (laughs) Or Thomas. Trevor. 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 God, there's 15 of these? Right. Happen to Trevor. Trevor. Ah, God damn it. Uh, who helped Neville look for his toad on the Hogwarts Express and Philosopher's Stone? Luna, Ron, Hermione, or Harry? 
Hermione. This is how we meet Hermione. This quiz is some fucking bullshit. It's pretty easy. He's gonna get harder. Oh my god! Who bought Harry's owl for him? God damn it! It's Hagrid. It is Hagrid. Yeah, oh, we're not Henry. even gonna read the choices out. All to you, folks. right. What book did Harry get the name Hedwig from? I know this one. So the options are the Standard Book of Spells, Grade One, A History of Magic, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, or A Beginner's Guide to Transfiguration. It's a history of magic. So he like didn't name the owl and then got home and then and then named the owl. Yeah. After he read some school books, that's very unHarry of him. UnHarry like well, he Hermione a- behavior. Yeah. What a Hermione. That was the okay. question. So it's a snowy owl. I'm. I feel like we should just. Oh abort. yeah, skip that one. Oh get out of here. god, damn it! Who did Scabbers bite on the Hogwarts Express and oh. Philosopher's Stone? Huh. I know huh. who is between. Who? who okay, I, so Malfoy, Crab, Ron, or Goyle? I think it's Crab. What do you think, Sean? I'm trying to remember which one got bit by Scabbers and which one got bit by the Flobber Worm. Like Goyle, Goyle took a bad bite off of Flubber Worm. Then I'm going to say crap. Goyle. <laughs> Goyle. Goyle. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So you're going to say crab because yeah. Goyle got the. Yeah. Flubber Worm. Oh, oh, no. It was Goyle. It was Goyle. Oh, sorry. I yelled. Goyle. Fucking God Goyle. Damn it. All right. I'm done talking shit. Okay. So now this is good for us to remember in the future. Goyle gets bitten by everything. Goyle yes. is a. Doesn't he die a in a fire? Nah, that's crab. That's crab. Oh, yeah. At least you remember who dies. It's positive. Crookshanks. Okay, wait. Hermione ended up with Crookshanks the cat, but what kind of pet had she meant to buy? A toad, a rat, an owl, or a phoenix? I don't think you can just casually buy phoenixes. I don't think so either. No. No. Uh, An owl. Can you imagine her buying like a rat or a toad? No. No. She's too smart for that. God. Although rats are kind of cute. Can we be real? Like, Hermione's like a rich girl, right? I mean, she, her parents are dentists, so probably, yeah. Yeah, she would never be caught dead with a toad. All right. Um, okay, next question. Sorry to make that statement about class for no reason. My <laughs> meal's kicking in. Um, so who disapproved of Crookshanks the most? <laughs> and I just want everyone to know, in this photo that they're using from the movie, Crookshanks looks like an absolute goblin. Like, just the most <laughs> disgusting thing I've ever seen. This cat is an actual cat actor who has a name. <laughs> um, I learned on Pottermore. I don't remember the cat's name, um, just, but that's I'm a sorry. living cat. Yeah, that we, we figured. Gremlin Goblin is a. It looks like the Muppet cat that attacks Rizzo in Muppets Christmas Carol when they go back in time. <laughs> yes, it does. It does very much look like that. I think I made that joke too because he like the cat, the Muppet cat, like runs into the brick wall. I'm like, oh, Crookshanks. <laughs> oh. It's the Crookshanks origin story. <laughs> the answer is Ron. We're going to skip is it. It is Ron. Uh, <laughs> Crookshanks was half a what? Half a what? <laughs> Do, do you know the answer? A measle? Mm-hmm. Well, they, oh, yeah. they say that he's a looks like a very small tiger. Well, yeah, but he's not a tiger. Well, is he really half a measle? I thought he was just he's a cat. He's half a measle. No, he's cat and measle. And I know yeah, the And they talk about it's like, research. it's either a, either quite what, a large cat or quite a small tiger. Okay, yeah. wait, is he, this, so if this is true, this is completely new information for me. 
Whoa. This is like a very, this is really exciting. Well, first of all, what is that? All right. I'll tell you about it. I actually linked an article (laughs) in our show notes um, in the, uh, in the outline. Um, Cause there's like just a whole world of non-real canon information about all of this stuff. Um, And I, and I read it. Okay. Uh, Next question. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I want to know about the measle. Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. If, right. and, unless I know, I know the answer to this one. What is it? Wait, hold on. What's the question? The question is, what is the name of Ginny's pygmy puffs? It's Arnold. Arnold. Arnold Weasley. Um. Imagine naming your animal Arcturus. Hey, um, Arnold. Oh God. Arnold. What? Oh, here's a good question. So, what type of owl did Malfoy have? He had an eagle, eagle owl. owl. How do you know that? Because he, he talk delivers. About it packages all the time mm-hmm. okay very well uh, who named ron's owl pig widgeon jenny she Aww. thought it was sweet it's cute and who uh who actually invented the breed oh wait fuck i'm talking about a whole different thing next question i haven't owls? even had I think that evolution? much evolution that's true what what kind of breed was hagrid's dog fang Bloodhound. Boarhound. 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 Which is apparently actually just a Great Dane. Oh, really? Yeah. He's so It's an old timey name for Great Dane. This is, uh, is this the last? That was the last one. It's a terrible, terrible quiz. Okay. So why was the Fang not the best companion? Why was, Is this a different quiz now? Why was Fang not the best companion when roaming in the Forbidden Forest? Because he's a ruddy coward. coward. He's a ruddy coward. He's a ruddy coward. All right. So we are top of the class. Thank fucking God. Um, But we, what was the one we got wrong? Uh, It fit a crab instead of Goyle. It fit Goyle, not crab. Okay. Yeah. So was this a helpful refresher for Um, for you both? (laughs) I mean, I want to learn more about the Neasel. Yeah, can we go right to that? Can we Let's skip go around? right to the Neasel. Let's okay. go right into Crookshanks. Okay, so... All right. Uh, what book What book did Hermione get? Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, so this... You can stop sharing your screen. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, so Crookshanks was like... I would I would say Crookshanks is one of the more impactful animals pets yeah. in the whole series. Like no other pet. I mean, like Hedwig was like a lovable character and all that shit. Um, but Hedwig didn't like impact the goings on of the trio or impact the plot. True. Now, Very what true. do you think of that statement? No, I agree. I can't think of, um, I mean, Mrs. Norris certainly plays an important role in some of the plots. Respect Um, to Mrs. Norris. Mrs. Norris Mm -hmm. in general doesn't like drive the plot generally, Mm -hmm. um, but Crookshanks actively does, right? We know that Crookshanks is super smart. Mm -hmm. He is um, like, he recognizes Sirius for what he is and also Scabbers for what he isn't. Yeah. Um, immediately. Yeah. Um, and his instinct is to try to bring it to like a human's attention as much as he possibly can. 
um, which is really interesting because he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's he also, also he's, smart, he's smart enough that he knows how to like um, what branch to to push on on the Whomping Willow to mm-hmm. get it to, you know, freeze. Mm-hmm. And he steals the passwords from Neville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is just like bananas that he's that smart. So um, the explanation for this is that he's not a normal cat, um, nor is he a small tiger, um, but he's actually a half measle. So measles... Um, and I, this is so embarrassing. I know about measles from that fan fiction I read. <laughs> really? Way back when, because one of the, uh, s- who's the Slytherin girl? Who's Pansy that? Parkinson? Pansy? So Pansy Parkinson in this fanfic wanted to breed measles. And so like, as her like profession after Hogwarts, so measles were on my radar already. Um, and so they're like, uh, so what's that? What's, did you guys watch Archer? Yeah. What's that cat? What's that scary cat? Not like a lynx, but like a. Oh, oh my God. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But I can't think of it. It's just like a cat on steroids, essentially. So um, this is a magical beast related to and similar in appearance to a cat. Um, So they had spotted speckled fur, large ears, um, a lightly plumed tail, kind of like a lion's tail. Um, And they were thought to have separate, like, different breeds, like, just like cats. Um, So different measles could be different in appearance. Um, and so they made good pets, but they had to really like the witch or wizard who owned them. Um, and it was said that they could interbreed with normal cats. Uh, but measle owners were required to be licensed. So it wasn't like having a normal domestic pet. It was like uh, kind of like, God damn, what is that cat from Archer? You it's an ocelot. It? I just looked it up. An ocelot. Okay. So that's what it made me think of. I could see the the screen light on your face that you were Googling something. Um, so, okay. There's a, there's a whole lot more information on um, the Harry Potter wiki that we don't need to go into, but yeah, and, it was said that Crookshanks was half measle. Oh, and great. Should, and they never talk about this in the book, right? Like we should not have theoretically known this. No, I think I they think... always talk about him <coughs> not being a normal cat. Oh, but they don't okay. specifically talk about what he is. Okay. I yeah. think I just accepted that it was part it. of the book. Um, Do we, I mean, maybe? I can, measles are like, I'm sure, I don't know what their basis in anything is, but um, the, yeah, they always talk about just like that he's not a normal cat. Like there's something okay. different about that cat, but that's all okay. they ever get into. Well, I kind of always just sense. I just always assume that it was just like a really smart cat. Mm-hmm. Anyone out there that has a cat knows that like they are all evil geniuses in their yeah. own way. Um, yeah. This definitely feels like something she went back and and put in and is now trying to pass off. Mm, that's canon. Got me. Fucking got me. <laughs> Definitely got me. I think um, I think there's like a passage about measles in the supplementary in like the fantastic piece that she published. Yeah, they like mention measles like it's like one of the you know creatures they study or something like that. Like they they yeah. do pop up. It's not like uh, she she, didn't, she may have invented it specifically for this purpose, but they do pop up. Um, yeah. But only like it's fleeting and not in any kind of detail. I think. 
there's um there's a photo of a measle um on like this wiki let me just drop it in real quick okay and it just like looks like a dumb garfield so i don't know you think uh, garfield was a measle garfield do you do see measles you see like that lasagna? picture oh god it's not it's cute it's oh not cute at all. shit yeah it's like oh so it kind of tracks because Crookshanks is not cute at all. So uh, to describe this, it like <laughs> looks kind of like a ginger cat, but it's got ears like a house elf and a face like an old wizard. Yes. Are you talking about this thing? Yeah, yeah. And like and, a, <laughs> a tail like a lion. It's very ugly. It's very yeah, but then ugly. There's like kind of cutesy ones like this one. I just, this like just, takes me out of the Harry Potter verse and puts me into how weird fans are to like create this digital art. Oh, absolutely. And podcasts and things yeah. like that. <laughs> it it had again, I know we've used this uh comparison before, but it's got like the vibe of Sonic before everyone bullied them into yes. making Sonic look better. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just lo- it looks like it's not quite finished yet. Like someone needs to go back and make it cuter. It looks like a Chuck E. Cheese rat. Like, mm-hmm. a, you know, yeah. Anyway, so Crookshanks is half that. Okay. Well, and those things so, are very smart. Well, and I feel like, I feel like Crookshanks, right, is a, a pretty good segue into one of the most talked about pets of Hogwarts. And that pet is Scabbers, aka the human man, oh, Peter the Pettigrew. The adult human man in the same beds as red-haired children mm-hmm. exclusively mm. and i really like that they don't even like let you think like oh maybe ron has like a cage for him or something because ron very explicitly says i let you sleep in my bed yeah 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 no the whole thing is super weird um <laughs> and Ron just gets over that. Like, I feel like, you know, as a, as a 13 year old who has just found out for the last like three to four years, um, he's been sleeping with a, with a human adult man in his bed. Who is a um, mass murderer. Who is a mm-hmm. mass murderer. And uh, a traitor. Extremely. Um, he's, he's lacking some really important trauma. Um, I feel like, like he, he, he has clearly not dealt with this situation. He has repressed it. So well, you think so? And, and maybe that explains a lot of the way we see him lash out later because he has experienced some very serious emotional and I would argue perhaps sexual trauma that he just yeah. like completely, completely ignores for the rest of the series. Yeah. Never acknowledges. No one ever and asks him how do he's doing. Do you think he like ever just like told like, do you think Percy ever found out about it? Right. Like yeah. he couldn't, he couldn't tell Percy about it. Oh, oh, you're right. right. Away. Oh. right? Like, like he couldn't tell Percy about it right away. And then by the fifth book, Percy's being a dick bag by the time everybody figures it out. So like, do you think that Ron just like one day when they're in their like late twenties, he's like, Oh, do you remember that rat that we had? That was the <laughs> human man, Peter Pettigrew. Oh and Percy's God. just like the fuck. <laughs> 
He's like, Wait. do you remember the, the Death Eater who brought Voldemort back? Peter Pettigrew, who yeah. killed all those muggles. He used to sleep in both of our beds. Yeah, he slept in our bed a lot. Wow. Wait. Okay. So they know that he's Peter Pettigrew. How long are they keeping that a secret from everyone? At least a year, right? Because so they find out at the end of the third book and then they try to basically like try to tell their story. Um, and he, they tell the minister of magic, right? And he's like, it was my rat scabbers. And they're like, see, look, this child has been traumatized, right? Like, yeah. um, and so they do tell the minister of magic, like they tell the teachers, they, they do tell people, um, but nobody believes them. And then so basically Dumbledore is like, okay, well, like, let's hush this up so that Sirius doesn't get caught. Um, and then book four goes through its shit. Voldemort comes back and then Percy's like, oh, career move. Bye. Um, and so he just fucking dips by the time everybody figures out what's going on. And yep. You remember that rat we had? That's hilarious. (laughs) Rat we had? Also just like, that guy is such a freak. Like he did live as a rat for so many years. That's such a Mm -hmm. weird thing to do. Also, how did he find the Weasleys? That's like never entirely explained because they were like, okay, he's going to infiltrate with a wizard family. That makes sense. We can kind of keep an eye on the news. But we also know that like the Weasleys seem to live in a somewhat remote area. Mm-hmm. So like, right. how, like did how did he, he find them? There? And then how did he convince them to adopt him as a pet for their children? So they lived near one of the other, like more densely wizard populated villages. Saint Catchpole. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't explain anything. No, absolutely not. I mean, he probably like stowed away with Arthur doing some dumb shit. Yeah, right. I also assume that like, so when they, um, when they're in the pet shop and there's like all the other rats, they're like clearly magical rats. Cause I think the either Harry or like the narrator kind of makes a comment that like Scabbers is looking really rough and has never shown any kind of magical ability. So he probably isn't going to live as long as these more like magical rats. Yeah. Yet he's lived for like 13 or more years. Right. Mm-hmm. But also it's just like, did they just pull this rat out of the garden and give it to their children. Like it it does seem like there's a difference between regular rats and like the type of rats that you give to your magical children as pets. Right. And the Weasleys just let them have a a common garden rat. Yeah, but the Weasleys are poor. So he probably acted like a weird fucking rat because he was a man. And they were like, that like, one's a little queer. And Percy was like, and I'm a weird fucking rat because I'm a weird rat. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> like, he was like, mom, can I have this? And then he was like, oh, I'm fancy now. I get an owl. Ron, have my rat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, also, Percy, I mean, the, the fact that Scabbers was a mass murdering man aside, bad pet owner. You don't just give your pet to your sibling because like you got something better and you don't want it anymore. That's being a bad pet owner. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what Percy did though. And you know what? Peter Pettigrew totally deserved it. He. This is less about Peter Pettigrew and this is more, about, more about Percy. Percy. I know. I don't disagree. I'm just saying like, but maybe, maybe Percy all along got some weird vibes from the rat always watching him jerk off. That's hmm. true. He's like, I'm going to give you to my brother. What so if, he yeah, can, fuck this rat. What if, Perc- what if Scabbers is why he is the way he is? Listen, this man has <laughs> means <traumatized> nothing. <laughs> some children yeah. and no one's talking about it. 
so I was thinking about this earlier today. Like, did There's he just no pamphlet for that? He just like ate rat food and shit rat shit for all these years. Like he, he just yeah. like yeah. Wow. And just watch two brothers masturbate constantly for yeah. years and years and years. At least two brothers. At least and, two. And had to share a bedroom with Harry, whose parents he was responsible for, like, their deaths. Huge mm-hmm. weirdo. Yeah. Big fucking weirdo. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think he ever ran on a wheel? No, there were like no a, wheels. Like a hamster? Yeah. Nah, they, no, Ron didn't have wheels. He mostly like lived his life in Ron's pocket and in bed. Yeah. With Ron and Percy. God. And mostly with Percy. Like most of it, like it, Percy, he had, Percy had him for like ever. Yeah. Ron only got him when he started Hogwarts. So we had him for like three years. Right. Basically. And Percy had that rat for, you know, seven. If, do you remember when, um, they're in the Shrieking Shack and they like force Pettigrew to, to turn back into like his people form. And he like, they describe him as kind of like clawing at Ron and being yeah. like, like, like kind <laughs> master. Wasn't I a good pet to you? And you're like, oh, that's so gross. Why would you do like, why would you write that? Why would you write, <laughs> why would you write that? I mean, the whole that's thing the is like, why the fuck would you write that? Like, it feels like you could have really like, Put it in some other way. I don't know. No, at, every, at, at every opportunity, <laughs> she picked the worst choice for Scabbers. She was like, I'm going to explicitly tell you that he did sleep with these boys. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to let you pretend that like, maybe that didn't happen. In their clothing. He was quite often inside of Ryan's clothing. Skin to skin. Huh. Yeah, no, Scabbers is a whole, a whole mess, of, a whole mess of trauma that's, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, it's a strange one. Um, all right, should we move on to something less horrifying and maybe yeah. have like a, like a rundown of uh, Hagrid pets? Well, there's some more pets. Do we want to talk about student do we pets? We want to do Hagrid last. Yeah, let's do a Hagrid last. Okay, okay, okay. Because Hagrid so has the best pets. Let's move yeah. on to an extremely innocent and innocuous pet. Trevor. Oh, Trevor. Trevor. <laughs> um, I'd like to. No, I was going to say just a cute little thing about Trevor. Mm-hmm. Neville keeps him on his head underneath his hat. In the book? Yep. Wow. That's really sweet. Yep. How so many of these pets were people? Do you? Do I was about to say. I really hope Trevor wasn't also a man. I think. Well, he did try to escape a lot. He did. He did try to escape a lot. Oh wow. Um, question about student pets. Yeah. Were they like for purposes of experimenting with transfiguration and stuff? No. Did I invent that? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, Snape would often threaten to, like, use Trevor in potions and stuff. So maybe that's where part of it's coming from. Oh, and then in the first book, obviously, like, Ron tries to put, like, a fake spell on Scabbers. I know that part. Maybe it's just a movie thing. Maybe they were just transfiguring rats into teacups. And I connected dots. Oh, I think they were just transfiguring rats into teacups. Yeah. Okay. I think. Wow. Um. 
Yeah, no, they were allowed to just bring pets so that they had like companions. In my head, this whole time they were doing experiments on them. Oh, that's tragedy. No, like, I mean, obviously, Owls served yeah. a purpose, like they carried yes. mail, but the rest of the pets were just to like hang out with. Yeah. Which yeah. oh, is like, sweet. why would you not bring a cat? Yeah. Mm. Like, why isn't Hogwarts just like thick with cats? Hmm. Like just rife with cats. And also generally just like stock, like chock full of animals. Right. Well, you're only allowed to bring the three, right? You're only allowed to bring a toad a cat or an owl um and then yeah, and you, i guess they were like well also man rats are fine um yeah man rats are fine but and also like lee jordan had a tarantula mm-hmm. which is not cool not cool but i don't know if he had it uh, like illegally you know like it kind of seems like he like snuck it in oh i think he had it illegally yes yeah 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 um but like i feel but you don't really hear about other people talking about their pets. Like, I guess most people just had owls. Maybe you're only allowed to have one. I think that you were sense. only allowed to have one. So if like you had an owl, you can have a cat and vice versa, um, which like, I get it. Owls are cool. They're helpful. Yeah. But like the you school also school had owls. owls. You could yeah. bar owls and like, you can't like cuddle with an owl. No, but you can't just nip your fingers. That's true. Yeah. And oh, um, Toad. And I bet their litter box situation was fucking awesome with magic. Yeah. You just magic that shit away. Yeah. Well, maybe they were just like wizards and they just let them poop shit everywhere the and then just magic that away. That sounds terrible. That's because what I would do. Home, yeah. It's going to start to stink. Oof. I want that magic capability. I wonder if you could set up like some sort of spell, like a self-maintaining spell that just like once an hour would like Magic, your cat yeah. away. Oh my god, we should have meant that. Right, because there has to be something like that in the Owlery, because the Owlery had to be fucking disgusting. Oh yeah. I mean, they do talk about how it is disgusting. They talk about how like sometimes they'll like step on dead animal carcasses from the wizards are not using magic correctly. Wizards are really dumb. We've already this whole podcast and... is us establishing how dumb they are. And their hygiene is terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they bathe together in giant orgies. They like Never clean up the floor. They poop on the floor. Yeah. They're so like real, we, they cling to tradition. Real real, real, real quick. I won't I won't linger on this because it is not in theme. But like we only ever hear about the prefix big orgy bathroom. Like I, we have never once heard about another bathroom and like we've heard about like the toilets in mm-hmm. that school, but like where were the rest of them showering? This is a really good question. And I've, I've actually, I have a lot of questions about bathrooms and I'm not sure what episode we fit them into. The Hogwarts episode. Oh, okay. We'll get That'll there. be a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got a number one and a number two. We'll have a facilities episode where we just talk about the building. Um, we'll be really, that'll be at the end of the series, folks. Really grab yeah, yeah. <laughs> My sister tonight was like, are you worried you're going to run out of topics? I was like, we'll find a way. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll find shit to talk about. Um, yeah, I feel like Hogwarts pets are, you just don't, you just don't hear about them all, all that much. And you, we do know you can actually bring other pets, right? Mm-hmm. Because like, so Trevor had, tre- or Neville had Trevor. Um, and Trevor, we don't see very much except for like, Neville really loves his toad, but he like runs away all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Neville's really forgetful about Everyone's Trevor. Always leaving that kid. 
Yeah. Um, but then Jimmy has Arnold the Pygmy Puff, mm-hmm. who is just a like miniature puff scheme, um, which which also she buys from what the Weasley twins like illegal Pygmy Puff breeding rings. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I love the Weasley twins. I don't think they should be breeding and selling animals. No, absolutely not. They were also selling weapons. So yeah. this whole operation. There's no regulation in the There's Harry no Potter universe. Yeah. It definitely seemed a little fishy, but they, you know, they do uh, the Weasley twins. They do what they want, you know. And I, I wonder how they got into puffskin husbandry. Well, and also like <laughs> I bet Mundungus had something to do. With I fucking bet. Ooh. And also, like, what did Ginny do with Arnold the Pygmy Puff? Like, he seemed like he just like kind of like. <laughs> yeah, I, I picture them looking like Furbies. Yeah, they kind of do look like Furbies. Same, they yeah. their fur has magical properties that's actually used in some potions. Oh, which I oh. I tell you what, I had free time yesterday. I promise I'm okay. <laughs> um, but it's like I don't know where this information is being inserted into the Potterverse, so it makes me not even. Yeah, right. I mean, and that's the thing. So, and 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 Arnold is like bright pink, yeah. or something, right? Like yeah. or pink or purple or or something, um, and. Yeah, I basically just picture like a koosh ball with a face. Mm-hmm. Really That's cute. That's exactly though. what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we've covered the pets. Wait, we, we do have to talk about Hedwig. Oh, yeah, oh right. Oh, right. Like, oh, yeah. Well, and the thing about Hedwig, right, is she is Harry's first birthday present ever. Mm-hmm. At least one that he liked. Um, one that was thoughtful. Um, he was his first friend at the Dursleys. Mm-hmm. She got murdered. Oh, that was a really, really, I, I remember reading that death and being like, oh, we're not fucking around anymore. Like yeah. if she's willing to kill Hedwig, then like there is no one that is safe here. And yeah. it's like her whole argument for it, right? was like the death of innocence. It's like, fuck off. She already did that with what's his name? Cedric. Let's keep poor Hedwig alive like but she also- truly it was just like she needed to get rid of Hedwig was like would have been a liability well yes and I mean I think he would Hedwig would have just stayed with the Weasleys uh, yeah. I did really think that it was very funny that like so Hedwig gets gets like blasted by a killing curse that's what actually kills Hedwig right and then just so you like don't even think there might be something coming back. Like then she blows her up. Yeah. <laughs> she <has> like, <laughs> she's like, Hedwig is never coming back. Oh my God. Hedwig deserved better. I don't know exactly how long actually I can look it up really quick. There was no mourning period for Hedwig. No. So, okay. <laughs> typically. Okay. So snowy owls can live up to 10 years in the wild typically like 10 or more years like but on average around 10 years but they can live up to 28 years in captivity and if we're talking about Hedwig she is a captivity girl so Mm -hmm. like she had a whole lot of life left in her like she died too young died too young taken too too soon and like we lost her and Mad-Eye Moody just in like the same breath essentially and then just like we 
like you said, Caleb, there was just like no mourning period. We just like mm-hmm. had to move on. And those were two very consequential deaths. Yeah. For sure. And I think that like in general, right, like in, in that kind of like, I guess, like wartime feeling, right? Like that is the reality, right? Like you do just have to move on. But like also this is a book series for children. Mm. It was tough. Was it by the end? I don't know who she was writing for at that point, but uh, it probably wasn't the 30 year olds doing a podcast, but it's it's what's happened. Well, technically it was for us because we were 16 at the time. It was for us at the time. Well, yeah. For sure. I'd make. So but- I I I think I've talked about this podcast before. Um there's a, a Harry Potter pod or there's a podcast called Binge Mode that does a season on Harry Potter that I really like and I think is really funny. And they talk all the time about what a terrible pet owner Harry is and how <laughs> just like awful he is and like a like neglectful he is towards Hedwig. What and makes how, him so neglectful? If you look back through like their interactions in the book, he's just like not very nice to her. Mm-hmm. He's like yeah, only he, like, like snaps at her. Yeah. Yeah, he's always like he kind of speaks to her in a very dismissive way. He's always like ordering her around. He's just like not a very nice owl dad. Yeah. He almost forgets her at the Dursleys that one time. He does. Ugh. She it- keeps him in check. I yeah, was she really likes like him. I like her attitude. She like pecks at him. And then she also like, remember when she like attacked Ron and Hermione's hands for better responses for Harry? <gasps> yeah, no. she's wow. she's an amazing pet. Yeah, she's and a she deserved more. She absolutely deserved more. She deserved the opportunity to like live a life of luxury with some like highfalutin fancy person. I wish she had eaten scabbers or something. I wish she had like done something. So one thing to know about owls. Yes. Yes. They're really (laughs) dumb. Uh, So like owls have the like image, right? Like the literary image of like their big eyes. So they're very observant and they are like very, very wise, right? Like the wise owl. Um, Mm -hmm. In reality, their eyes are so big and they take up a lot of their head skull space, (laughs) which means their brains are actually pretty small. Um, Really? Yeah. Um, And so... Like, they're not super dumb, but they're not smarter than any other bird. There are plenty of other bird species that are significantly more intelligent. Um, uh, like, like falcons, for instance, are very, very smart. Um, and osprey and things like that. Whereas, like, uh, yeah, they're just... Owls are not, not that... They're, like, really pretty and useful and have, like, really killer instincts. But they are... They're dumb. <laughs> so, so Lisa, that. as our resident owl expert, is it <laughs> that's me? Is it realistic that they could be trained to like deliver mail? I don't think so. Again, oh I don't God. know enough about owls to actually know that for sure. Like maybe because it's um like obviously there's something with like owl, uh, their owls that are like quite magical, so they're not really regular owls to begin with, but the but in general i i think you'd be really hard pressed to teach an owl to do anything that wasn't just what that owl wanted to do i just googled can owl bring me mail (laughs) owl bring me mail (laughs) juicy results uh there's apparently one owl that's trained to bring mail but i I don't think you can build a postal system around it no 
Um, I mean, and like even carrier pigeons, right? Like carrier pigeons are like really smart, like homing pigeons, like they're, they're very smart, but um, not quite in the way that you can like train them, right? Like you, they, they can fly from like one place to another. It's not like they're like, you can be like, take this to Gregory. And they're like, okay. And he's on the lamb <laughs> and he's dressed as a dog. Try so to like- find him. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm not trying to put a bunch of owls out of business. But like, they could they not have just created a spell that would just deliver mail for them to be like, oh, I want this to go you to Gregory. Like, boop, and now it's, it's to Gregory. <laughs> well, that's text messaging now. Yeah, but well, surely well, wizards could have done no, because they're surely so fucking wizards dumb. could have done a century, the millennia ago. Yeah, fucking morons. Huh. Instead, they were like, we're gonna entrust this dumb winged animal to deliver all of our important. <laughs> and the owl's like. Literally, who? <laughs> That's a bad joke. I oh. liked that joke. That was funny. <laughs> that was that's the content we're here for, Kayla. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I guess unless we've missed any other uh, we haven't actually talked about Mrs. Norris. Mm. We gave yeah. her some like street cred earlier. And, what like, the fuck out. is her deal? But what Why the is she fuck so is her sentient? deal? Like, she's gotta be, a, she's a real, she's a regular cat, right? Why is she so into I, Argus? She, she kind of has, like, Crookshank vibes where you're like, what she are does. you? And she has yeah. significantly more familiar vibes. Yeah. Right? yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. She probably functions as the most typical familiar in Absolutely. this story. Which but is he's a squib. Because he's a squib. That's uh, funny, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, interesting. and And I think, like, like what weird how many first years do you think make the mistake of being like kitty cat oh my oh, definitely god definitely a lot i bet she, she smells like, like shit scratches them across the face can we talk about why how weird it is to name her mrs norris oh see like, i Mrs. think it's really i think it's really funny when cats have like both names and titles okay that's so i actually think that's adorable Okay, I'll allow it then. But maybe she doesn't have like a first name. I bet she's just Mrs. Norris. Well, I think most cats who have names and titles don't have first names. Like that's true. Their names like, are like Mrs. Colonel fin- Furry Pants or something like that. That's Colonel Furry Pants. Colonel Furry Pants. They're not like oh, but his first name is Albert. Albert. Albert <laughs> Furry Pants. Uh, yeah, no, that's a really good point. Um, yeah, no, Mrs. Norris. And, you know, maybe it was so that she could command a little bit of respect, you know? Oh. I don't know. I, I'm or not sure here. Is um, she a long lost lover of his who turned into a cat? Yeah, this is one of those, like, to dig too into the name makes you think about Filch in a way that is a huge bummer. Huge bummer, uh, yeah. That cat's his wife. The fan <laughs> fictions are out there, and I looked into them. No, but are don't. The- are the fan okay? So I feel like the fan fictions have to go in a number of ways, none of which I like. But I no. think that the the worst is not the sexual fan fictions, but just the extremely sad. This cat is the only thing he has in this world. Fan fiction that I like don't want to read. That's the gist. I have learned something, you guys, that I haven't read any fan fiction since our fan fiction episode, and this is all you know, spot tea, spot tea, spot tea. Um, <laughs> it's definitely a big tangent. Um, but I've realized that um when i'm thinking about things that i i want to know i want to know the most boring mundane things that nobody's written about right like i want to know like 
when Lupin is hanging out in the fucking faculty room with all of his old teachers if they're like what's up how's your life been like you know and they're just like fucking with him because he's one of their kids you know and like they've had snape now for a while right so they're used to it but they're like mcgonagall's like you know how are you doing with harry (laughs) you know like lisa going for you I want you to be more into fan fiction because like clearly you have this vision for this weird norm core fanfic that doesn't exist right now, but I do think yes. there's a market for. I think there is. But that's it. Those are the things that I want to know. Like I, I want to know the most boring mundane details about like what's going on with people's lives in the, in the after. That's it. I think you could find some great company on the internet. Yeah. I don't want to though. Okay, that's okay. really fair. That's really fair. That's really fair. That's like enough for me to not even yeah not make fun of you that way. But yeah, but, yeah. Uh, that is what I figured out. That if if maybe there was um somebody ever shot me just and I think that's why I kind of liked the fan fiction that I chose because it was pretty boring. Yeah. Um. What Lisa, was yours if, again? If <laughs> I if I ever have free time. I will just write you little vignettes that are exactly what you're asking for. I would love that so much. Maybe every birthday. Maybe every birthday you'll get one just just very boring scene from that Hogwarts. That sounds delightful. I would love it more than anything. That's a service you could provide, Sean. All right. I have uh, I have over two months until your birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Can we work I together? Excited. I feel excited. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to volunteer to work with you because I won't do anything. You'll do all the work, but I give you my blessing. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> we can, we'll, bra- we'll brainstorm. We'll brainstorm. Okay. We'll get some drinks. All right. Okay. Wow. So then now that we've covered Mrs. Norris, um, do we have any other pets before we move on to the big ones um, that oh. we want to talk about? Are all the big ones, are they Hagrid's or should They're we talk about Hagrid's? Should we yeah. talk about Fox? Fox. Yes, we absolutely should talk about Fox. See, we don't have a list. Um, Fox, the fucking Phoenix. Um, how do, so how do you get one. How do you get a Phoenix? He inherited it from his um, great grandfather. I read. Oh, so it's like a nepotism thing. It's like, like a all, the Dumbledores family. are so rich. Yeah, mm. I think kind of like a Peveril thing with the cloak. It okay. just like they just like hand down. them down. Yeah. Is it the same phoenix? Is Fox? Is it always Fox? I think so. Yeah, oh, I think right, like that, Fox that always remembers Dumbledore. Comes back as a little chicken. Are are phoenixes eternal? Well, pretty much. Yeah. Yes. I think okay. there are probably ways to kill them. Yeah. I yeah. I would assume that like actual bodily harm. Right. Like if you were to like them. murder Fox. Yeah, if you like cut his head off or something, he's yeah, probably not coming back. Bummer. Don't do oh that. god. Uh can I give you a little fun fact? Yeah, about- of course. It's it's so when I was a child. You feel I feel like you're feeling a little bit extra shame. This one. No, and- no, this isn't a real fact. Oh, okay. This, you'll see the shame. When I was a child, I had never heard that word spoken aloud. Before. Oh, excellent. Mm. So I thought it was a pihonix <laughs> for like the first three books. I was in second grade and I thought it was a, a pihonix the entire time. <laughs> Never heard the word before. I mean, how uh, did all three of us just call 
Hermione or like Hormone. Hermione. 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 Hermione and the yeah. Pihonix. Yeah. Pihonix. That's one. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yes. Pihonix. Thank you. Thank but you, you know what? How are you supposed to know? Right. I don't know. Why would no you way. have really heard it like read out loud? Well, how did you and guys know about it? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't know the first time I heard that word. No, me either. I'm sure I also read it stupidly and I just don't remember doing it. There were, I, I thought Gryffindor was Gryfinder for like a Gryfinder. while. Gryfinder. Gryfinder. Huh. That sounds like, like a, a gay dating app. Sort of dating <laughs> app, yeah. For Harry Potter. Nerds. For Harry Potter. Gryfinder. Gryfinder. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, Fox is uh, a dope companion. Fox is Talk about like, useful. Yeah, and plot. Yeah. Impactful. I read plot I re- impactful. Okay. It might go plot impa- impactful like Fox crushing. Yes. yes. And then yeah. this is Norris. Yes. Uh, Sca- Scabbers has got to be pretty high up there. Oh, well, yeah, shit. but like in reality, Scabbers, like just like uh, human oh, we man. Found, we found our debatable framework. I think it might be. Uh, I, I think it's Scabbers, Fox, Scabbers, Crookshanks. Gotta be about Scabbers Buffy. Fox Crookshanks, no? But, but Fox, it's like because it's like his tail feathers. It's like the a whole sword. It, oh, that's true. It's like okay, the whole okay, thing. Okay. And without Fox, Harry would be dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like I, oh, I like think a lot of times Scabbers has got to be above Crookshanks. I agree. Oh, I, I agree. agree absolutely. Because those yeah. things could have found a way to happen without. Okay, Crookshanks. so the four most useful plot-driven animals. Scabbers? No, sorry. Fox, Scabbers, Crookshanks, Mrs. Norris. What about Buckbeak? Buckbeak. Nah, Buckbeak's on there, but if he's on there, he's number five. I, I think Buckbeak is he above carried, Mrs. Norris. He carried Sirius. So Fine. Buckbeak oh, was like gosh. the reason for a lot of this. Well, we haven't things. even gotten to Buckbeak team. Okay. We... You're right. You're right. Let's go. Let's go to Buckbeak. Let's go to the All right. All right. All right. Folks, we're moving on to our first ever and final. <laughs> Hagrid's hut habitat. Hagrid's hut nuts. Oh, that Ever sounds like a. We're, <laughs> we're workshopping the name team. It sounds um, like a like a PBS show. Hagrid's hut nuts. It sounds like a roadside stand of Virginia. Um. So the four pets that I can think of right off the bat that are super super important that we just oh five pets that I can think of that we have to discuss. Are Bang, Buckbeak, mm-hmm. Norbert, oh, yeah. Fluffy, and Aragog. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Right. Yeah. I can't think of any. I just I threw glass-ended scroots on there. They weren't pets. Those are evil demons, and Hagrid should be in jail. He Hagrid should, should be. be in jail for his illegal breeding. Um, we also had the first, not domesticated, but like docile flock thestrals. of thestrals. Yeah, his like first one. I forget the first one's name. He like had I don't his, know. Like, but like that one's that one's fine. That yeah, one's that's cool. Fine. Thestrals are fine, but like, but Heard the thestrals, thestrals also. I wouldn't consider him the thestrals not pets. pets. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I would consider the thestrals like animals who like occasionally listen to Hagrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like feeds them. He yeah. gives That's them like it. dead rats and shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which um, animal do you want to start with? Okay, I'd like to start with Aragog. Let's just get him out of the way. Ugh. Terrible pet. Terrible pet. Terrible shouldn't have had pet. Him. Shouldn't have had him. Like, definitely could have killed a human girl. So you know, Tom Riddles was right in getting rid of him. 
also balls so wrong for murdering but sends his two child friends into the woods to talk to his man-eating spider pet because he's so oblivious poor decision he sent them in yeah, yeah I mean, he's remember like, when he he's like getting to find out some stuff i'd say follow the follow spiders. The spiders. yeah, yeah. Okay. and then they do and i think harry even says ass. like i bet hagrid thought they wouldn't hurt us because we were his friends but aragog mm. immediately is just like i'm going to eat you i'm gonna Bye. Like, and even he and aragog is even like i'm not even gonna eat you these motherfuckers are yeah yeah, yeah he's like hagrid shouldn't have sent you here that was a poor decision yeah yeah Oh my God. Also, but Hagrid like, also found him his wife. Another bit. So, also, there's just like exactly. too many big spiders in that woods. And he yeah. knew what was going to happen. He knew yeah. what was going to happen. Spiders have so breed. many babies. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And Ugh. like, so Aragog, the worst of Hagrid's pets. By um, far. By far. By far. I found the now, description of him. Um, and it is in his youth, he was the size of a Pekingese and yeah, near the Pekingese. end of his life was about the size of a small elephant with an hey, 18 foot leg span. Guess what? A Pekingese, that's still too big for a fucking that's spider. It's still this big. It's a huge, yeah. It's a huge, it's a huge spider. spider. It's a huge spider. Absolutely not. Um, one last question before we move off of Aragog. Do we consider the basilisk a pet of Voldemort's and Salazar's? <laughs> um... <laughs> What makes a pet? We should have talked about this an hour and a half ago. That's true. You feed um, it? I think no. I think no. I, I Voldemort didn't have, like, you have to have some measure of, like, love towards your like, pet. Like, yeah. loves Mrs. Norris. Loves oh, yeah. Mrs. Norris, as all the fanfic will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Upsetting. <laughs> um, cool. Then, moving on to who I think is the fourth worst of Hagrid's pets. Norbert. Mm. And the reason I think that is because what the fuck was he gonna do with Norbert? A fire-breathing dragon living in his yard, like very dumb shit to the ground. They get I wonder about so big his um executive functioning skills. He has none. He's lacking for sure. Like, yeah. And so, like, Norbert, right? Like, a big fucking problem. Um, and also useless in the way that he doesn't really, like, have that much bearing on the plot, right? No. Oh, my God. Though Except to I, get them in trouble. I right, think... So, so the, the scene, the chapter where they take Norbert in, like, his big crate up to the astronomy tower, mm-hmm. the, just, like, like, the teddy bear, continually occupies a piece of space in my brain. <laughs> In a way where all of it just makes me so mad because one for the life of me, I cannot figure out the like dimensions of this invisibility cloak. I do not understand how it could fit the two of them and a big ass crate that like has a dragon inside of it. (laughs) It's like, is it a, is it an invisibility tent? Yes. But then, but then later in the other books, like, oh, but it can't fit these three like human teenagers under. Yeah, it's like their little ankles are showing. Also, for the listeners, Sean has just had her face in her hands while (laughs) (laughs) talking about this source of stress. And then when they leave the fucking cloak (laughs) at the top of the tower, how dumb do you have to be to leave the goddamn cloak? 
even as a kid, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. It was a really stressful part of the story. Yeah, It was a very, as like a 10 year old or however old I was when I read that first one, I just remember being like, you guys got to get better at this. Yeah. You got to be better. Yeah. Then they like barely get better. They don't get better. Yeah. Spoiler alert. They don't get better. Yeah. They do not. All right. Moving on to number three of Hagrid's worst pets, Fluffy. I'll be so cute. But that's why I'm saying he's only in the the middle. He's in the middle. Like like Fluffy has some redeeming qualities. Like could be trained properly to like just be a giant three-headed dog. Yeah. Yeah. Like we could just have like Cerberus hanging out in his, you know, backyard in the pumpkin patch. Mm -hmm. Very adorable. Mm -hmm. Right? Think about all of the fetch you can have. So much fetch. Right. Do you think a three-headed dog, do you think it eats the same amount as a one-headed dog because it has one stomach? Right. And like do each name, right? Like (laughs) Fluffy has one name, Fluffy. And Cerberus also has like one name, Cerberus. Right. But like Cerberus. I'm sorry. What do you think? He guards um, guards the gates into Hades. Oh yeah. The like Tartarus. Yeah. Okay. The bad yeah. part of Hades, the hell part of he Hades. Like, he like hangs out on the river sticks, you know, and okay, um, into gotcha. the underworld. And he's Hades' dog. But yeah, does does Fluffy have one head, two head, three head, and they like have different head personalities? <laughs> like, we could go for what's go going for on Dave. there with Fluffy. Yeah. Um, but that's why he only gets there to be number three, right? Because we okay. don't know enough about Fluffy. Moving mm-hmm. on. Um, now, number two. Buckbeak. For most, just like is that what you're saying? I'm just ranking Hagrid's pets. Oh, okay, cool. Buckbeak is this great. Is, this is my yeah. personal ranking, right? So number two, Buckbeak, because Buckbeak is adorable in his own little way. He fights Malfoy, which is great. Um, he has this really beautiful little friendship with Sirius. He is loves Hagrid a lot. Loves Hagrid and loves Hagrid, Hagrid loves him back. And Hagrid loves Buckbeak. Um, and so for that reason, I'm putting Buckbeak in my number two slot. I like it. Yeah, he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And See, in my number one slot is Fang. And Fang, because what a little weirdo he is trying to lick everybody's ears and he loves Hagrid. He's a ruddy coward. He somehow continues to survive giant battle after giant battle. He is resourceful. He is adorable. Mm-hmm. And I love Fang. And like, I always think of Fang as being a very old pop. I don't know if yeah. that's true, but that's like the impression. That's I how get I also him. in like my, like, that is why Fang gets my number one spot i think in my personal ranking i would maybe switch fang and buckbeak i get it but i'm open to fang being number one yeah and that's just just my personal ranking right like it doesn't have to be a definitive one yeah I, i would call that definitive i'm just kidding i i like fang at number one i never really felt a connection to buckbeak is that weird he just kind of was like a plot complication to me i didn't really understand fair. i think that's fair yeah, yeah i was just like Ew, you're kind of annoying and cause yeah. problems um wrong place wrong time uh but yeah i like fang at number one nice i do mm. i really love buckbeak's relationship to sirius 
Oh, I also yeah. do. I too do also voice. love that. Um, and too I said she said voice. Yeah. <laughs> I do love when uh, Sirius just runs around singing "God Rest Ye Merry Hippogriffs." I'd yeah, like to know true. the rest of the words to that song. And he's always just like throwing Buckbeak like pieces of like chicken bone. Yeah. And, he's and when he's down sad, he just goes and hangs out with Buckbeak in his room, in his mom's room, you know? Yeah. Two, two sad boys. Two sad two boys. Two sad boys. Now that's the fanfic we need. Yeah. Oh, I would, I would read like a buddy comedy just about Sirius and <gasps> Buckbeak. About Sirius and Buckbeak. Yeah. They were on the run together, right? They were. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they like have their whole thing. They do. They do yeah. He was really comedy. sad when, but when Sirius is gone. Oh shit! He's happy to be with Hagrid, but he was he was really bummed that Sirius was gone. Yeah, I kind oh. of imagine they have a sort of like um, Han Solo Chewbacca relationship. I also yes. feel that. Yeah. Wow, that lands. Okay. Does Buckby climb in your ladder? Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. so dismissive. What an what an ass. Um, I have a pet we didn't talk about, and we can oh. also just Nagini. no. Let's talk about the last pet. Nag- Nagini. Nagini is a pet. Uh, fuck it, that stupid snake. Is well, <laughs> is she a pet? She's a what horcrux. Is she? She's, She's a, a horcrux and a snake. And according to the m- stupid fucking movies, a, is a uh, is a lady. Is a lady. Oh, a lady. Snake. But I also, don't agree I, with that. I, no, that I don't accept that. Not canon. Um, <laughs> I I do sort of think snakes should be accepted Hogwarts pets. I think it's weird that they're yeah. not. That is weird. Yeah. But then, that's more that is more anti-Slytherin discrimination that we just see all over these books. Oh, wait. Uh, should we also accept badgers? Should we also accept lions? Yeah, should let them in. I don't care. Should we also accept ravens? They, they, they should have, have like, every, like all the Ravenclaws just have crows on their oh, shoulder. God. Yeah, actually, I think it's weird that they don't have ravens. They have crows. Hmm. It's a crow. I mean, they don't have lions, but they have cats. It's a crow. They do quite have cats. Ravens are like crows, big, dumb cousins have you guys are really smart have you ever seen a raven in real life huge and beautiful they're so big i don't know it's shocking they're huge and they're dumb it's like upsetting how big they are but they do mimic human voices in a way that's extremely creepy oh i have seen ravens in the desert of california they are like chihuahuas yeah they're, they're so big, big. Yeah. stay away but crows are way them. smarter oh my god i didn't realize that just clicked for me sean they're <laughs> fucking terrifying they really are oh my god they're that changes everything <laughs> well no but because but ravenclaw's mascot isn't a raven it's a crow because crows are so smart. Yes, that's smart. They are. They're very smart. It's very smart. They're the smartest birds. <laughs> Wait, hold on. They should they not be... use hooks. If but if your name is Ravenclaw, it, that you if you're choosing a blackbird to Listen, be not, your bird, I'm it has to be a raven. With you, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think it's dumb, but also like crows are smarter. Well, crows but also, are smarter, but also, like, should, they should have been call it the crow claw. They should have been crow claws. I guess crow I don't know. Nobody wants to be in crow claw. Well, Why would you want to be in Ravenclaw, the God, house with the dumb bird? Crowclaw. <laughs> uh, well, I think we. <laughs> I think we covered it. Team. I think we covered it, y'all. Okay. Okay. So wait. Last question. What would be your Hogwarts pet? Oh, I'd bring a dog. Mm. That's not but on you, the list. You can't. I don't care. 
Well, that's not really in the spirit of things, then, is it, Lisa? You could transfigure it into a rat. Oh, Oh, you. what if you transfigured it into a rat to sneak it in and then you turn it back into a dog? Poor dog. (laughs) It'll be fine. Peter Pettigrew lived as a rat for like 10 years. I was fighting his own choice. That's true. Consent. I would bring a kitty cat. I would also bring a cat. Uh, well, I have a cat now and he costs me a lot of money, so I might go for an owl. <laughs> someone who I can give a job to, someone sure. who will keep me in check, someone who I don't have to see every day, someone who I can just put up in a tower. I think I would choose an owl. Sure. I like that your reasoning is this cat is causing me a lot of money, so I'm gonna get a pet that can essentially pay its own rent. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm learning Logical. the value of a dollar. <laughs> uh yeah i just he's 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 um he's taking a lot of emotional labor right now uh that i don't know if i would want while i was at boarding school so yeah that's that's super valid but my friends would have cats yeah but wait would we be friends because we'd be in different houses we would be yeah yeah but like there's some cross friendships you know yeah I bet you two would be friends and then I would it we would have become friends just like in real life. So yeah. Yeah. there's my fanfic of us at Hogwarts. <laughs> well, short and sweet, my favorite kind. Um, should we um plea, should we do our sign off? Yeah. What's Wait. our sign off? I don't know. Well, I was gonna just say, like, um, Oy. if we miss any Hogwarts pets, uh, or if we miss any Harry Potter pets, please let us know. Let us know what type of pet you would bring to Hogwarts, what your favorite pet is. Um, yeah, give us a give us a shout. Let us know. And you can do that by contacting us on Instagram at Watcher Harry Podcast or emailing us at watcherharrypod at gmail.com. As, we haven't checked it. As you know by now, if you listen to this podcast, we check that once every six months. So don't expect to get a response on that one anytime soon. But we do check our Instagram occasionally. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to tell us what your pet would be, I would suggest you contact us there. Yes, please do. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Thanks y'all. Bye. Bye. The Watcher Harry podcast is hosted by me, Sean Fitzpatrick, Lisa Moen, and Caleb Kelleher. Our editing is done by me, Sean Fitzpatrick, and our theme music is Dance Macabre Busy Strings by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. It's licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.